Hello, everybody, and welcome to Behind the Blowhole. My name is Sash. I am here with Mrs. Fellatio. Oh. Hello, Mrs. Fellatio. Hello. How are you today? Nice way of calling me a cocksucker. Is that basically it? Well, I was just saying, I, I don't, you sound like you're breathing heavy. Are you okay here? Yeah, no, I was just like, I had a sneezing fit and I was all congested. Oh. My glands are a little swollen. Oh, your glands are a little swollen. Oh, no, maybe I'm getting my period. Yeah, are you sure it's, you know, not from fucking smoking cigarettes? It's a healthy thing. This is true, too. Anyway, how is everybody today? This is, I'm just having a good time. Everything's been, uh, been received pretty well and, uh, you know, pretty excited about it, I gotta say. Um, I was fucking leaving again this morning. And um, I gotta tell you, I have a sitter. She's at the house full time. She's amazing. The reality is, without her, I would 110% be divorced. I know that. Why do you say that? Why do I say that? Because I don't do shit around the fucking house. And I, I don't. I'm not, I, I don't do the dishes. I'm not good at it. I don't fucking clean. Laundry, pfft, no, not even close. But I pay the person to come and take care of the things. And they help with the kids. You got fucking three kids that pans in the ass. So you got somebody to help you out with. Three kids, two dogs, right? Two dogs, mm-hmm. fucking there's hamsters and bunny rabbits and all kinds. So without her, we would, we would definitely be divorced. And my wife would be the first one to admit it to. And she's wonderful. She's probably the most important and valuable person that we have in our lives. But I'm going to tell you this one. She's got resting bitch face. Bad. The only reason I thought about that today is because I'm driving. It's beautiful out finally. It's been like just like a, like a dirty tampon for like fucking 10 days straight. It's just awful. And I see people out there walking and I'm like, I'm finally in a good mood today. And everybody is just fucking miserable. Right? Just like, they all got the resting bitch face. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I'm like, I know who has resting bitch face. You know, blah, blah, blah. Is resting bitch face, that's like a thing. Like. Oh, yeah. It's a real deal. Is it. Guys have it too, though. It's not just women. Is it? Is it psychological? Is it? Is it like a physical ailment? I mean, like, what? what is it? I, I don't know. I, I don't get it. I mean, why it's are you, easier to smile what? if you're purposely frowning don't you feel good when you're smiling i mean i don't know she scares the fuck out of me she scares me like we like tippy, we tippy toe around the house sometimes because you know what kind of mood like like this morning she came in and like slammed the door and i was like oh shit, shit. i don't know what's going on and she'd be like, you guys have too much shit in the house and i'm like yeah well, i mean uh, yeah. three kids two dogs i've i've accepted it I'm fine. doesn't bother me. I got two fucking dirty rabbits in the basement. They're disgusting. I hate the fucking things. I'm going to cook them, right? And But she gets to leave. I'm like, listen, what do you, you know, just be Did happy. she clean the rabbit cage and shit? No, but, but she does that. She's amazing, right? But my wife tries to take care of the rabbits because, you know, you don't want to impose all this, like, these fucking rabbits are gross. They're disgusting. They really are dirty. They literally, like, just walk around. Yeah, there's fucking... Shit just falls out of their ass. Yeah, those little pellets. It, it, but nonstop. I've never seen anything like like the, like its entire existence on the planet. Just to hop around and shit little babies. Just to hop around and have shit come out of your ass. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, they really serve very little purpose. I want to cook the fucking things. I really don't. It would probably scar your children. 
they don't even do anything with it. I remember it was during the pandemic, and 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 Gianna's like, I want to, I want to ram it so fucking bad, and um, and, and, and I fucking went all over the place, and I found the fucking rabbit. And I brought it home, and I was the hero of the day for like five minutes. And then she had the thing in her room. Oh, God. So we moved the thing into the basement. Oh, they just fell. Whatever, man. I'm getting a little bored again, hence the podcast. That's probably going to get us uh, canceled. (laughs) Um, So I said, you know what? Let's let's renovate the brewery. It's a facelift, right? Yeah. I think it'll look good. I think it'll look great. Yeah. Better use of the space. A better use of the space. I mean, the tasting room's so small. Uh-huh. So what we're going to do... Well, you didn't know that, though. At first, when it was designed, you didn't know how it was going to take off. No, you know, whatever. So um, it's going to be a lot more comfortable of an environment. You may go out and start a project with an idea. It's kind of like Britannia, right? When Britannia opened up they opened up with this like bodominium type concept right. it was supposed to be this north shore bureaucratic kind of like private club bucolic and bureaucratic. what's that bucolic bureaucratic okay bureaucratic okay like fuck you mine fuck off everybody uh, fuck you mine you know what i mean you people aren't allowed here type of a thing oh yeah bureaucratic like what do you think i said bluke what bucolic Bucolic? That's more suburban. Isn't that like col- like like no, a colicky like baby? No. Like meh. No. Is that what it is? Democracy is what we deal with down on Main Street when they bitch about permits. Yeah, but this is bureaucratic. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Anyhow. Doesn't fucking matter. Two so, idiots with no thesaurus. When we started to talk about the brewery, it was very similar to shipyard. So people used to come here. I remember you took a trip up there. We we would go up there a lot. Yeah. All the beer companies would come here and they would fucking, you know, they're not really allowed to do this shit anymore, but it was like pay to play. Listen, if we were like the number one Pacifico account in New York State, or like number two Kona and Captain Lawrence and blah, 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 and Sailor Jerry's, because it was like a thousand people a day walking through our doors. So what happens is that you want to be placed in a place that is busy like that because what happens is the residual revenues of that specific brand domestically like in the local beer distributors start to go up sure so you want to fucking have placement and what what does that do well you go ahead and say fuck you what are you going to give it to me for right and so i remember in january every year when we were closed i would schedule i'd come out of hiding in my sweatpants and my long beard and i was probably fucking 30 pounds heavier I i just looked like a like a fucking michael keaton when he was doing Mr. that, Mom. Mr. Mom, like, woo, right? Fucking disgusting. Yeah, put on a couple pounds. And I would just come out and I'd sit here in my little chair and like, next. And they'd walk in the back, okay, I'm with fucking, you know, uh, whatever. I'm with this brand and then we want you to carry this product. You're absolutely going to like, how much? What do you mean, how much? How much are you going to give me? I cut right there. I was such an asshole. I didn't really fucking, you know, get to the point. You have to be with them, though, because they'll just jerk you off and bullshit you. Cut to the chase. You you don't need to be like that. Yeah, you could say it. I was obnoxious. I was just, you know, you're younger. But anyway, they would come in and and they would do pay to play. And um, I was like, this is a great idea. If all these people want to have their products placed here, 
I got an idea. I'll just make, I'll just my, make own my own product, own. right? Right. It's, it's that fucking easy. Right. I'll, I'll just make my own product. Well, and it worked out well. I mean, that was definitely a good idea. Well, so so need they, some tweaking now. They said they're like this reminds me of shipyard and how shipyard got started was back during the first beer boom back in like ninety two up in uh, Portland, uh, Maine. A beautiful place. Mm-hmm. Really cool. One one of the beer capitals up there. And um, There's nothing else to do. The guy, Fred Forsley, who was the CEO of Shipyard, was a real estate investor. And he went out and he bought this marina in Kennebunkport, Maine, where George Bush Sr. lives. Yeah. Right? Cool town, man. Very, Very cool. And um, A lot of history. Yeah. A lot of history. A lot of history, no doubt. I mean, guy, you're watching an ex-president. He was a nice guy, man. People told me he would just walk around and bullshit with people. Oh, really? Everybody loved him. Uh, he was... Yeah, he was He was an impressive on. guy, you know? I mean, I don't know his political history. People probably fucking hate him. He's probably an asshole, but I don't know, whatever. So, anyway, um, the guy bought this marina, and he opened up this restaurant called Federal Jack's, and like two years later, he put like a seven-barrel brew house downstairs, and they started brewing beer, and they called it Shipyard, and the shit started to take off. Well, 25 years later, they were like the 14th largest craft brewer in America. And it all started with the culture that was established on the waterfront in that marina. I mean, there's nothing like culture that organically happens mm-hmm. when you're on the water. Sure. There's something like, you, you can't bottle up culture and put it in an inline shopping center and expect no. it to take off. It just doesn't work like that. Landscape there's, plays a huge part in it. It, it really doesn't. And that's what we know the whale's tail is all about. I don't pretend to be anything that we're not. I like our product. I stand by it. But the culture of this place actually is at the forefront. Everything else is secondary. It's purposely crafted like that. You know what I mean? It is a sure. low expectation by design. So mm-hmm. you can over deliver. It's kind of like under promise, over deliver. That's right. It's kind of like when when you go to like a fucking fine dining establishment, like La Burn, like you better not drop the fucking ball, man. Right. You have high expectations, but over here you don't expect much. It, you you got you got a couple jerk offs running around flinging fucking tacos, blah blah blah, and you know most people will come out pleasantly surprised. It was a good value on my dollar. The taco was pretty good with the mango salsa, and blah blah blah. And, and that's how things happen, right? So anyway, we're like, let's mimic this fucking model. We would go up there. They would wine and dine us, man, because they wanted us to carry their product. They were great. Oh, took us out to a nice dinner, a little gentleman's club one time. It was fun. Oh, it was very nice. Put us up in a nice Western hotel. And, and, and then we went up there and we started, um, you know, doing some beer brewing. So, so we would go up there every year, and uh, I remember my father, one year, I invited him up. He said, why don't you come up with me? Come on. It'll be fun. See what it's all about. You know, he's my partner. We're speculating. I said, come see the fucking thing, right? And, um, you know, he didn't drink for 10 years. My father, he stopped drinking for 10 years. Did he really? Oh, yeah. And um, so we bring him up there, and I'm like, whatever. And we get into Weston, and... I have a nice time, and I'm there with uh, uh, Rob and uh, uh, the brewer, and we go out to a nice dinner, and, and we're talking beer, you know, and we're talking beer, and everybody's passing the beer around, tasting it, smelling it. My father, he smells the beer that night. 
I'm like, whatever. I guess the guy could smell a beer, but I swear to God, man, there was something like I was like, don't smell the beer, dude. Don't, don't smell, don't smell the fucking beer. This is ten years. This is the beginning of it, right? He smells the beer. Puts it down. The next morning, we get up, we go to Kenny Bunkport, and and we're working with the brewer that's over there, and you know, it's a full day brewing beer, man. I got to tell you about brewing beer. It's like watching fucking paint dry. Ugh, I hate it. I have no interest in it. But I mean, it's really a science. I was just going to say, I'm intrigued by the science. And the, it is. The I mean, these guys are impressed. But... I, there's um, the guy Rich had a degree from Seidel Institute in Chicago. Anyway, so we're on there and, and we're brewing and the guy's going over the process. You, you do this, you do that. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, God, is it fucking lunch yet? I just want to go upstairs. <laughs> But anyway, they were all interested in it. felt like you're back in high school. And and they're passing the wart around. Wart. Wart. Wart is almost like, it's almost like tea. It's like, you know, it's like all the shit with like the hops and everything that's in there. This is mm-hmm. before it's beer because there's no yeast. Do you know what the beer is? Is the yeast, which is yeah, a living organism, sugar. you put the yeast in at the end, in the fermenter, and when it has the high sugar content, the yeast will go around and it eats the sugar and it recycles the sugar into alcohol. Into alcohol. But what is that? It's essentially pissing. Now, you guys are drinking fucking piss. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. The yeast is a living organism that recycles yet urinates and its urine is the alcohol. That's how fucked up we are, man. I mean... Okay. Who the I never f- really looked at it like that. <laughs> Who the fuck? You got to be so fucked up. It's like, mm, I wonder if I drank fuck. I mean, what else did they try? Do you think somebody like fucking like fucking went deer hunting, like cut the fucking thing open and like sucked on its fucking urine to see if it could get high? Who was the first person to uh, open an oyster? Look at a raw oyster. Yeah. And say, mm, oh, this must taste delicious. Let me and slurp that out of it. It looks like phlegm. How do they're people come up gross. with shit like I love this. them, but they're fucking gross. I imagine Who's what people... Who's the first guy? Didn't people like lick frogs to get high once? Wasn't that a thing? Like you lick the yeah. back of a frog and you like tripped out? Yeah, there's a certain... I forget what the frog is, but yeah. I'm sure they still do because the frogs are still around. Who did that? You probably just got a wart on you. Maybe that's where herpes started from. They like licked the back of a frog and made yeah, out with some fucking... Licked the back of something else. And, right, yeah. 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 Mm. Who the fuck? No, I mean, like who licked an asshole one day? People do weird. Sh- anyway, so so we're passing the ward around the, the tea, and everybody's like smelling it and, and and they're drinking it, and we're passing it around, and and it goes to my father, and still is no alcohol in it. No, and he's like he tastes it. He goes, oh, you could. It, I I just knew not a good fucking not oh, a no. good look, but whatever. He's a fucking big boy. So this long miserable fucking day of. Watching paint dry is finally over. Oh my god! I just I couldn't wait. These guys were they had a wine and dine yet, man. I'm not sure. interested in brewing beer. I was already committed to opening that thing because I'm an idiot. You know, I'm like, ah, we're gonna build a fucking brewery. Man, look at me, right? <laughs> anyway, we go out to dinner. This amazing fucking steakhouse up there it was fantastic. I mean, the bill was like probably a thousand dollars, and each had porterhouses, and you had to throw like a fucking tomahawk ribeye just out in the middle of the table. For everybody to share. Of like bait. I ate half of it. I love meat, man. I'm like a oh. meat pig. I would just, I would literally, if I could, 
just fucking lay in my bed with a fucking raw fucking ribeye and just rub it on my chest. I would love it. I lo- There's something about raw meat that just makes me feel like I'm fucking wild. And, mm, just gets me gone. Blood. Fuck it. Just, honey, let's go. You know what I mean? Raw fucking meat. Just feels like 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 a like animal-istic. Braveheart. Braveheart. Kill somebody. I have fucking blood running blood down Blood running face. down your fucking, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. like your red wings, right? Red wings. Yeah. Anyway, so so we're having dinner that night, and they're they're passing. Oh, this is the Atlantic uh, Brewing Company. They're they're really well known, and blah blah blah. And they're passing the fucking beer around, and, and we're trying. And it gets to my father again. He takes the beer. He goes, "Oh, he... the guy takes a sip. His first fucking sip of beer in, in a decade. In, in a decade. In a decade." And I'm like, "All right." You did invite him into the lion's den, so. Well, I don't. Maybe subconsciously, I wanted to fucking. I don't know. It was kind of funny. Whatever. So the next day, it's our last night there. And by the end of the night, the fucking guy had a beer. He just had one beer. And I'm like, what the fuck? He's a big guy. So the trip's done. We we get home. We're onwards and upwards with our long fucking zoning battle with the fucking pain in the ass town. A couple weeks go by and I'm doing the inventory. And I notice I'm like, I'm like fucking missing like 10 cases a week of fucking beer. 10? 10. 10. For like a month straight. I'm like, what the fuck? Now listen, we swell up. making up for lost time. Yeah, almost 70 fucking people on staff. And these people are fucking animals. The shit that would go on over here. I mean, my God. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had to fire the entire kitchen one year because they were like fucking just doing fucked up shit, man. I had no idea. Anyway, so... 10 cases go by. One day, I'm fucking laying on the couch at home. It's, I don't know, like a Saturday afternoon. And I'm looking at the cameras. And I see my father. He's he's here with, with my stepmother and my aunt and, and her husband. And, um, and he goes to the bar. And he grabs two beers. I just figure he's, you know, grabbing a beer for my aunt and her husband, you know, being a, a nice host. Mm-hmm. He grabs the beer. He turns around. The guy hides in a fucking doorway. And he looks over his left shoulder, looks over his right shoulder, and all of a sudden he goes, blah, 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 fucking guy, just pounds fucking two beers. Jesus I'm Christ. I'm like, this motherfucker. Now it all makes sense. That's where the fucking 10 fucking cake, this cocksucker. We fucking took the guy off fucking rails, man. I mean, boom. So he starts walking out there. I fucking call the hostess at the hostess. I said, excuse me. Can you hand the phone over to that fucking dude with the salt and pepper here? She didn't even know it were. And he's walking by and she goes, excuse me, excuse me, sir. The, the phone, and he goes, oh, who is it? And he, he gets on the phone, he goes, I could just hear Hello. you. Hello. And I said, you motherfucker, I caught you, you fucking piece of shit. I caught you, you cocksucker. I knew it. He laughs. He goes, hee I said, I fucking saw you, you prick. Well, he's been drinking ever since. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But listen, whatever, man. I mean, he does his fucking thing. You're a big boy. So, yeah, I mean, my fucking father, uh, he's he's quite a goddamn character. But but that fucking brewery, I am I am looking forward to giving it a little bit of a facelift. It, the whole thing down there. Could you imagine spending 40 hours a week in there by yourself? And maybe one other person locked up in there. Mm, that's tough. I now, 
Now think about that. If you're like somebody who's um, eh, a little uh, rough around the edges, maybe belongs, I don't know, like on the fifth floor in Stony Brook, and you're with one other person, I mean, that's going to wear and tear on you. Oh, sure. The negative, I would lose my fucking, I mean, it's like literally being in fucking prison. Well, we've had quite a few outbursts from the uh, people, from the inmates over there. Holy fucking Christ. But, but like this whole project, I was never supposed to run and operate this brewery. I had no interest in it. No, you really didn't. No. I said, I'll get the permits. We'll come up with the brand. And then, you know, somebody was going to do it with me. And he decided he didn't want to do it. Like, like, it's like picking up your ball in the seventh inning and saying, I don't want to play anymore. I don't want, I'm going home. I'm out of here. And so now I'm, I'm left now you're with. stuck with that bastard. Child. I'm left with the fucking thing. It is. It's kind of like the redheaded stepchild. You haven't given it a chance. You fucking hate that thing. Like, you could, you could brew the best fucking beer in the world out of there. Win all sorts of awards. You'd still hate that place. They won an award with the pumpkin. But it, it makes me honestly think about, like, could you imagine being divorced? Like a, a divorced woman. Okay. And you have kids. That guy has no interest in dating you. No. I'm sorry. They don't. No. They don't want the stepkid. No. They, it's a, they really don't. It's a red flag. That's how I feel guys. about the fucking brewery. That it's your redheaded step. It's just, it's like, an, it's like, ew, it's somebody else's fucking kid. Get it out of here. So now. We're going to clean it up and raise it as your own. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to fucking clean it up. I'm going to, I'm going to make it a sash. You know, it'll be a little obnoxious, rough around the edges. It'll be cleaner though. It's fucking right. disgusting in there. Yeah. It needs a. Like. Nobody would want to bang that kid. It's gross. Okay. It's like fucking mold. Ugh, oh, you fucking know? ceiling in the back. The ceiling. But, but I mean, look, in its defense, I, I get it. You know, it's, it's a working factory. Right. There's steam and water. Smells and fucking, you know, mental illness and all kinds of crazy shit that's going on in there. Fruit flies and piss on the floor. But so. Piss. I mean,. I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to really redoing it, kind of making our own. I want to make it simple. I do not like difficult things. I like things that are easy. Yeah. I don't know if you know that about me. Yeah, you're a simple guy. You don't like complications. I don't like to be bothered. Yeah. I, I really. That's like like the kind of employees that I like to surround myself with. Mm -hmm. Like, you look at my kitchen, for example. I love my kitchen. It's my favorite kitchen ever. I don't even know their fucking names, though. I'm not even sure if they speak English, to be honest with you. But it doesn't matter. Men's and men's. We like each other. Right. We just have this, like, we, we look at each other. And we smile, and maybe that's because they think I'm fucking nuts. I, I don't know. And I try and communicate with them, and, you know, my little broken Spanish. I say, por favor, mucho Olympia aquí, uh, and no overcooko the, uh, the mito. Very good. You know? And, Quite the linguist. And, and it seems to work out pretty fucking good. Look out, Rosetta Stone. I mean, quite wonderful people down there. 
So, yeah, no, we're, we're looking forward to 15 years next year. We're going to do a lot of good things here on the property, and uh, I, I really think it's, it's going to be wonderful. So behind the blowhole, man, like, share, get it out there with everybody. Uh, if you see my father, hide your drinks. If you see fucking Mrs. Felicio, hide your kids. Behind the blowhole. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>